Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Hello, welcome to episode four of season two. This episode is all about yoga life and what that means to me. Um, I did touch on it on season one, but I think as we have been discussing in this season, everything about being healthy and wellness, it's really worth coming back to it one more time. Um, We... If you've listened to um, episode two and episode three, you will have heard me chatting away about being healthy and wellness and everything that's involved with those subjects. And they are massive subjects. And I think that um, when I talk to you about it, it feels like I'm chatting for ages. But really, when I listen back to them, you know, we've only just touched the surface. They're such big um subjects so I really hope that you've enjoyed them and I hope that it's made you um question what you're doing thinking about what you're doing maybe thinking about the decisions that you make for your life um I think being uh able to um just question why we do things and you know could we do that better or is there a different way to do it I think it's really important and I love that. I love learning. I love working out why certain things work and certain things don't work. And so, um, I, you know, it's re- I, I feel like it's really worth exploring. And so today, um, I find this really difficult, I have to say, because we live in a world of labels. I feel like um, these days, whatever we do, it has to be labelled. I can't just be Kim and I just do this because I'm Kim. I have to have a label. I don't necessarily give myself the labels, but just the world that we work, we live in, labels are something that come along with it. And I think because I find that difficult, I'm a little bit resistant to it. Maybe that's an inner rebel there that um, just doesn't want the label or likes to just push the envelope I don't know but I think I have to now give myself a label on what I'm doing because I talk to people all the time about how I live and what I'm doing and you know whether it's here on a podcast or in my newsletter you know it's something that comes up so I have labeled how I live as um, living a yoga life and I guess I just want to kind of explain what that means. I don't definitely don't do yoga asana all day, every day. That That's not what I mean by living a yoga life. Um, but the principles behind yoga and all the things that make up yoga have had such an impact on my life that that is why I think that I can say that I live a yoga life. Um, 
there is so much more to yoga than the asanas, which are the shapes. Unfortunately, because of how social media is and um, how things get reported these days, if someone says to you yoga, you literally think about someone making shapes with their body. But yoga is not that. Yoga is, that is yoga, obviously, it's a, but it's a tiny bit of it. But yoga also is breath work, meditation, mindfulness, journaling, uh, nutrition and hydration. It's about being outside and being one with nature and understanding the world that we're living in. Not the world as in we see on the TV or hear on the radio, but um, understanding our place on this world in nature, like how we affect Mother Earth when we live, you know, the cycles and the seasons, how plants grow, why they grow in certain places, you know, that kind of understanding of being um, part of the world. It's also about being selfless and being in service to others um, and dropping our ego. And when I say being in service to others, I don't mean, um, you know, like a maid or a cleaner. I mean, being part of a community, giving back, being I don't know useful maybe is that a good way to describe it um but yeah just helping other people I think it all comes down to um being the best type of human for want of a better word that I can be and all of those things all mixed up together along with our health and our wellness um I have learned how to be an observer in my own life. So I can step back and I can find space. And yoga has given me that tool. And that is really, um, it's so useful because I can literally stand back and look at what I'm doing and observe what I'm doing and understand what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how it's making me feel, maybe how it's being perceived or received by other people. Um, it's oh, it's quite difficult and deep to understand. And I guess unless you have experienced it yourself on some level, you're probably listening to this podcast thinking, I, I don't really know what you're talking about, Kim. But to be able to have space to make decisions is huge and it really helps when you're in difficult situations um, rather than reacting straight away you can give yourself space you can work out what's going on and then you can respond one of the things that yoga helps us realize is that when we experience say we're experiencing um not anger because that's quite strong but say say we're, we're cross with somebody um it teaches us that actually we're cross with ourselves that crossness comes from us we're not actually cross with the other person it's just reflecting us and showing us what we are um cross with within ourselves which when you hear that for the first time it's a that can make you cross. It can make you kind of bristle a little and think, oh, well, I, you know, I, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. But everything that we're experiencing is a mirror 
So if we notice something in somebody else, it's because it's within us. Um, and unfortunately, that is the good and the bad things. And it's easy for us to um, accept the good, but the bad not so much. But then they're, you know, they're the things that we need to be aware of and um, we need to work on. It's just like if you do one of those, um, I don't know, like one of those questionnaire things that you get online sometimes and then they tell you, you know, what your good things and what your bad things are. Anything that's good, you'll be like, oh, yes, that's me, yeah, 100%, I'm like that. And then the bad things, you're always like, oh, no, I don't think I do that. But actually, if you're completely honest with yourself, you probably are, because there's good and bad in all of us. And that's not um, that's not a bad thing, that's just how we are, we're humans. Um, and so yoga gives me the space to be able to observe what I'm doing, and why I'm doing it. And I think as I've gone along, that's really helped me with my my own health. I wasn't unhealthy. I didn't have medical illnesses. Um, I wasn't on medication or tablets. But if I look at photographs of myself now from a few years ago, I can see just by looking at my face, you know, my skin didn't look as healthy as it looks now. Um, I might have had bags under my eyes and my eyes were puffy um, just my whole demeanour of how I looked isn't as good as it looks now. Quite often people say to me now, oh, you look so well, which they weren't saying before. Um, they weren't saying I looked unwell because I wasn't unwell, but they weren't commenting. And now people comment and say, oh, you look amazing. You look so well. What are you doing? And then I always go on, oh, not, not doing anything really. But actually what I have done is I have learnt to prioritise myself and put myself first, not in a selfish way, but in a way that means that I um, fill up my cup first so that I am being the best Kim I can be and then everybody around me gets the best version of me as well. If I am tired or hungry or dehydrated or, um, you know, if I haven't worked out or if I haven't done any yoga or meditation or, you know, if I've let all of those things go, I can be grumpy and snappy just like anybody else. And then everybody around me gets the grumpy, snappy version, which isn't much fun. But if I make sure that I put the effort in and build in and practice all those healthy habits that we've been talking about, then I absolutely become a better version of myself. And so everyone gets a better version of Kim. And that's that's nice for everybody. So, um, yeah, I like the fact that it's that I've learned to be an observer. It's it's had a big impact on my life, um, and so we can see that the health and wellness that we've been talking about, and low yet the yoga life that I've just been chatting to you about, that it's all connected. It's like a circle, and if that circle breaks and one thing drops, then it affects other things, um, and with that in mind you know we can pick one thing and change it for the better and then it enhances all the other parts of our life as well because it is so connected for example um you know a simple thing like drinking water if we make sure that every day we drink two liters of water as a minimum we are more hydrated obviously but our skin looks better 
it's really good for our brain health uh, muscles recover quicker you know there's so there's just one changing that one thing and drinking two liters of water we can change five six seven other things without even realizing and that that circle goes for everything so you know if my nutrition is good then it has a knock-on effect if if i get outside in the sunlight and in the fresh air that affects other things so everything is connected in this lovely circle it's all linked up together and we can have a really positive impact on ourselves and that is for me living a yoga life i don't know how else i would describe it really um before i practiced yoga i i didn't feel like this i didn't notice the things i used to just oh i don't know i suppose i was on a bit of a what do they call it like a rat run where everyone's just doing the same thing and oh you know this is the fashionable thing to do at the moment have you tried it oh yeah i'll have a go oh yeah that's all right but never really taking notice of is it all right does it work for me do i like it or am I just doing it because everybody else is doing it? It's quite hard, isn't it, to be the one that stands still and says, oh, I don't actually like doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, and doing something different. But once you start to say, oh, no, I don't want to do that, and make your own direction, um, it gets easier over time. And why wouldn't we want to feel the best that we can? I think that's kind of like my underlying thing with everything that I do is that um, when, I, when I'm going to uh, do anything, I always kind of check in with myself these days and, and ask myself, is, is this what I want to do? Is this good for me? Am I going to, you know, it, it, all those little questions. And it can be anything, you know, do I want to go to walk the dogs this morning? Do, does my body need rest? Shall I go walk them later? Do I, am I just being a bit lazy? Do I really want to go, you know, it's not, and that sounds like every time I do something, I'm having a massive conversation with myself and I'm really not. They're thoughts that just come in and out of your head quite quickly, but I can notice them. You know, if I sit in the evening and um, hubby's bought some chocolate and says, do I want some chocolate? It does run through my head. You know, do I, do I need the chocolate? I don't need it because nobody needs chocolate. Do I want the chocolate? Am I hungry? Or am I just going to eat it because it's yummy and I want it? And if the answer is I'm going to eat it because it's yummy and I want it, brilliant. Like massive tick. Woohoo. Enjoy the chocolate. It doesn't matter. It's not a bad thing. But I am aware of why I'm doing it. I'm not just mindlessly eating it and then afterwards thinking, oh, I wish I hadn't done that because I don't have those feelings now because I will have already checked in with myself and do I want the chocolate oh yes actually it's really yummy and I do want to have the chocolate I have days where sometimes I'm like oh, actually I don't fancy it I don't want it thank you and so I can make that choice because I have this space now where I can observe and understand and make that decision and as I say it when you say it and explain it out loud like that it does sound like I take a long time to decide things because I'm having these huge conversations in my head. But it's not in the reality. It's not really like that. That it's quite quick. You know, our brains are amazing. They work quickly. They can make so many decisions in micro seconds. But I am aware and I observe and I make the decisions that 
make me feel good and I am thriving and I am winning at wellness and I just want everyone to win at wellness. I mean, it, why wouldn't you want to? It's, uh, it's fab. So there we go. That's my thoughts on kind of like a roundup really, isn't it? On health and wellness and my yoga life that I live. Um, would you say that you are living in a yoga life? Would you say you are thriving and winning at wellness? I do hope that you're saying yes. Or maybe you're on that journey too and you've just started. Or maybe you're right on the cusp, you know, listening to this podcast. Maybe this is something that's helping you decide which way you want to jump. I would be interested to know. Let me know. That's It's all exciting. It's all learning. And that's... um, that's always only ever a good thing, isn't it? So thank you so much for listening to episode four. I hope you've loved it as much as I loved sharing it with you. I love that you've chosen it and thank you for pressing play and listening to the end. And I look forward meeting you in episode five. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.